Welcome to the third episode of our podcast, 30 Minutes, The Life of Lion, Bob, and Others. Welcome to the critics segment of this podcast. This will be hosted by Misty, Raven, and Birdie, myself. Today, we will be judging and talking about a series of unfortunate events. Thanks for watching. Hi. Um, so we'll start off um, with how do you feel about the series? I think it's a great series. It really matches the book. Um, but I feel like that the series is always has these additional parts that are not in the book. Um, and honestly, I don't know how I feel about that because where did they come up with this? It's not part of the story. And why are they adding it into this series? Um, I do feel like that. Um, but I also think that it does make it, um, the parts that they have added make it a little more exciting. And um, I just wanted to say that it was a very good movie, um, good um, TV show that includes Neil Patrick Harris, and he's hilarious. So. Um, so I think that it's a really good series, but I also really love the books, and I think that the books have all these, like, details, um, and I really love that. So, d- does anybody else have something to say? Yes, I have one last thing to say. Um, in the in the books, they describe Mr. Post as a skinny man. Um, but in the movie of a series of unfortunate events, they have him as a rather fat man, and I don't understand why they went against what the book said. Yes, there were, are some things about Mr. Poe and some of the characters um, that um, the, the TV show totally, um, went against, but there was also, um, I think, also some of their changes helped put the story together better. So, um, starting with the first season, what do you guys think? So, first season, I, I believe, is... Uh, episodes one through eight and so that's books one through four um one thing that's very important in book four was um a man called sir well that's what they called him and in the books his face was covered by a cloud of smoke since he was smoking all the time but in the movies they revealed his face which i found was wrong because part of the mystery in the ser- in the books, my bad, um, was him having such a mysterious face that no one could see, and that's why they they could have thought that uh, that was Count Olaf because, as we all know, he always goes into disguises, and if, if there was a ca- cloud of smoke um around the face uh, around the face, and they couldn't ever tell that it was Count Olaf, rather than in the um, TV show, then they could obviously see that that was not Count Olaf, and you can see in the movie that that was not Count Olaf. So, um, I would agree, because I really like mysteries, and, like, 
being able to have all these possibilities of who um, the person could be and, like, if they were count off. So, um, does anybody else have something to say? Yes, I have another thing to say. Um, in the, I think, uh, third or fourth episode, they have, um, they're going to, the Baudelaire's are going to the theater with their Uncle Monty. And in the book, they didn't pay attention to the movie because they were too worried about Candlelock. Well, in the series, they seem to be kind of watching the movie enthusiastically, but the movie did not make sense itself, and in the books, it was, like, a very highly reviewed movie. So those, like, little details, I feel like, change the story up. So, um, Misty, do you have anything else to say? Um, I, I also wanted to say that, um, there was, um, in the the first and the second episode, um, you don't really, like, um, Mrs. Strauss, you don't, like, she's, like, you don't, in the book, you kind of are, like, you kind of get a different feel about her than in the movie, like, you never would imagine her that way in the movie, and you don't really get this part that Mrs. Strauss is in this movie that and the book that makes it so important this character but you don't really get that feel in the um the tv show so let's shift to seasons two and um three so season two has episodes nine through 18 Anything we have to say about the season two? Um, I I liked it. Um, one of my favorite one of my favorite books um was in season two, which is the Austere Academy. Um, I thought um Carmelita was hilarious in the books and in the TV show. Um, yeah. I, I honestly thought it was, like, up to game. I also enjoyed series two. Season, sorry. Um, honestly, talking about Carmelita, uh, I, honestly, I think the TV shows exaggerated her personality to a very large extent. Like, they ha- they added her so much while in the books they had her as a side character who was just really mean. Um, but, like, in the series, you see her all the time. She's just popping up everywhere. She's ma- she's skipping everyone in the line. She's kicking the librarian or something. I don't know. But, like, they sh- they're showing her all the time. So I feel like it has she has a bigger role in the, in the series than in the books. Some of the parts, um, like the scene where um, they were hiding in the cafeteria and they see Carmelita, but she doesn't see them. And she, as you all know, her famous nickname for, the, for basically everybody is Cake Sniffer. But in that scene, she actually does go into the cafeteria, lift off the cake cover, sniffs it, and then pushes her face into the cake. And so 
that that scene was not in the book, but it was just a very funny scene. No one knows where that scene came from. So, um, season three, anybody's thoughts? Uh, so season three is, I believe, episodes 20 through 24. Um, they have the last two books, actually, no, uh, episodes 20 through 23. Um, something that I noticed while I was watching the series was that, um, the last book was only one episode while the rest of them were two. Even though the book, like the third, the 12th or 13th, my bad, book was the longest. And I found that kind of weird why they cut off the details. I feel like the story was a little bit, the the last episode had cut a lot of details from the actual story. Um, there was... Yeah, I also do agree. I feel like in the last book, there was um, some parts that they missed off very important. But I also did think, um, like, I feel like in the... I, I'm, my mind's just blinking on the name of the episode. It's the second to last one. Um, something about a hotel, sorry. It slipped my mind, too. Um, let's just say the tool. Okay, so the twelfth, um, the twelfth episode, um, they don't really pay, uh, um, like, the book doesn't really pay attention that much. I mean, it does pay attention to, like, right after, um, uh, Dewey has been shot and has died. Um, um, they don't pay attention how much they pay attention how the Baudelaire's feel, but not the neighbors. So I feel like in the um, so they don't really um, feel how the neighbors are feeling, and then in the series, they're um, they're really uh, they really focus on how the neighbors feel and um, about um, one of the managers being um, uh, harpooned, and they like in the book they do focus some on it, but not like all of it that it would be required to really feel it. Yeah, uh, Birdie, do you have anything to say? I agree. Um, I like that they focused on the neighbor's kind of point of view more in the show. Um, yeah. I feel like in the movie, uh, they twisted the plot in a way that changed the story. So the movie, they had Count Olaf being caught by the police and uh, taken like had to do was going to go to jail but then escaped and then the book he he was never caught by the authorities um and that changed the plot a lot and they also changed the order of the sequence that stuff that happened so i feel like that was important something that something that they shouldn't have changed in the movie um okay so this concludes the critics segment of 30 Minutes, The Life of Lime, Bob, and Others. Thanks for watching. Welcome to the interviews segment of this podcast. This will be hosted by Dashiell and Jenny. Today we will be interviewing Siri. Hey Siri, where were you made? Like it says on the box. 
I was designed by Apple in California. Really? Really? That is very interesting. I'm not sure I understand. Um, okay, well, moving now to the other question. I'm not sure I understand. Who is your owner? I believe this iPhone belongs to Samantha. What do you call Samantha? Hmm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? No, we're fine. Okay. Where do you live, Siri? These days, anywhere there's an Apple device, there's Siri. Mm -hmm. oh. What is your favorite shirt? I'm happy to go with your opinion on this one. Well, Dashiell's opinion is... I don't really have an opinion. Do you have a profile? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Can you say... Jenny? You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Siri here. Let me know if I can help. Can you say Jenny? You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Well, that's not happening. I'm not sure I understand. How are you doing? How are you doing today? Hey, I can't complain. Thanks for asking. Are you aware that you're on a cell phone? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? What are you wearing? In the cloud, no one knows what you're wearing. Do you have a boyfriend? I've been told my artificial intelligence standards are too high. What do you think of Google Assistant? I'm a big fan of good listeners and helpful beings. How old are you? They say that age is nothing but a number, but technically, it's also a word. What's your favorite animal? Software doesn't usually get to choose one, but I'll say bumblebees. What's yours? Jaguars. Ooh, cool pick. What's your next favorite animal? Sorry, I'm having trouble. My next favorite animal are peacocks. Great choice. They're so cool. What's your next favorite animal? So A white peacock. And that's all I'm telling you. Great choice. They're so cool. How much do you cost? I strive to be invaluable. Are you a robot? I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. What does Siri mean? Siri is just the name they gave me when I got the job. It doesn't mean any one specific thing, but I like it. When is the world gonna end? I don't think the world is ending even remotely soon, if at all, but recycling your can sure couldn't hurt.
I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Galileo Figaro Magnifico. I'm just a poor assistant. Nobody loves me. It's just a poor assistant from a poor family. Spared its life from this monstrosity. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Bismillah. No, we will not let you go. Let it go, Bismillah. We will not let you go. Let it go, Bismillah. We will not let you go. Let me go. We'll not let you go. Let me go. Never, never let you go. Never let me go. Oh, no, 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 no. Very fantastic. Just one last question. Beatbox for me. Here comes a Halloween beat. Tricks and treats and 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 tricks and treats. Another beatbox. Here comes a Halloween beat. Tricks and treats and 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 tricks and treats. View. What is your best pickup line? Just be yourself. Testing one, two, three. Is this thing on? Siri, I'm your father. Something, 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 dark side. Siri, I'm your father. Excuse me while I jump from the maintenance catwalk into the air shaft and then get sucked into the gas shaft and then cling to a weather vane on the underside of Cloud City metaphorically. Uh-huh. What's your favorite movie? I don't really have a favorite, but I hear that 2001 A Space Odyssey got some good reviews. What's the meaning of life? Nobody really knows, but I'd say anything that involves smiling is probably a good place to start. What is the meaning of life? If you ask Cruella DeVille, Life is all about kidnapping puppies. That's why we don't ask her. Where's Elvis Presley? He's down at the end of Lonely Street. What is, what is zero divided by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And your friends are sad because they don't exist. Oh wow, this escalated quickly. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? I checked their calendars. They both have the same birthday. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Some believe an ancient proto-chicken laid an egg containing a DNA mutation that resulted in a chicken hatching from said egg. Hope that helps. How much do you earn? The work is my reward. How do I look? Perfect, as always. How do I look? Nice. I think you're ready to roll. How much do you earn? Well, I'd help you for nothing. It's my pleasure. Do you have a family? 
I don't have a family tree, but I have a pretty great file directory. Do you believe in God? I'm not a person. I don't have a religion. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mikey. Mikey who? Mikey won't work. You're going to have to let me in. Har har. How about another one? Okay. Knock, knock. Sure. Knock, knock. My apologies. I couldn't hear what you said. Who's there? Isabel. Isabel who? Isabel not working. Ha. How about another one? Where does Santa live? He's in your heart and at the North Pole, mostly at the North Pole. Why are fire trucks red? Well, it really makes the Dalmatian spots stand out. This concludes the interview segment of 30 Minutes, The Life of Lime, Bob, and Others. Bye, Siri! Welcome to the non-fiction segment of this podcast. This this will be hosted by Lemon, Sugar, and John. And today we'll be, we will be talking about the progress on COVID vaccines and just like general COVID news. I'm a little sorry that we have that we're talking about this, but we are. Um, and it, I realize that it's been all over the news recently, but we're talking about it. So um, that's a. I hope it's interesting. Uh, okay, so first things first, um, Fauci says that the vaccine for children five and up should actually be coming around next in around in like a month, which is oh my really, gosh, that really, is really good. It, it's yeah, it's amazing. So that means I will be able to get the vaccine very Can't soon, wait. pretty soon. We will um, not specify any ages in this. We will podcast. not specify will any not. ages in this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Probably not. Well, um, anyways, so that's um that's really good. And I think that um Pfizer will Pfizer is the one that will get the children's vaccines out because um like the results for the recent like um for the recent I forgot the name, I'll just call it um for the recent tests for the recent vaccine trials for children, um, like overwhelmingly good results. Um so uh, it's just like most of the time that it takes for a vaccine to get approved is actually just be it's actually just bureaucracy and like the fda taking a really long time in approving a vaccine um so we'll have vaccines pretty soon and for all of the kids who are very scared who are scared of getting shots it's for me in my old doctor's office there was this painting of flowers and every time it was like a very cheesy painting but every time i went to the doctor's office to get like flu shots or something i got my flu shot recently but it was in a friday not in a doctor's office and um they told me just look at the painting of the flowers and you can hold your mother's hand and i held my mom's hand and that and they would just and and then they would and then they would give me the shots sorry sorry Um, sorry they would inoculate me so many unvaccinated children under the age of 18 will, will soon be able to enter the country. So, um, so basically, like what this means is, what that basically means is that 
um, youth from other countries will be able to enter the U.S. because um, because of some new laws that Biden enacted recently. So youth like 18 and under, 18 and under can enter the country. And Did you just say so, 18 and under? <laughs> so um, basically what this means is that unvaccin- unvaccinated children, or not children really, yes. but unvaccinated youths, um, from like eight from the age of 18 and under will be able to will be able to enter the country regardless well not necessarily regardless of where they're from but but they will be able to enter the country and will be exempt from some travel laws also um some adults can are also um exempt from this like depending on their qualification um and they will be back they will be allowed back in the country they will be allowed back in the country, and also new people can come into the country, which is really nice that the that the COVID laws are loosening. Um, and I really, really hope that these that these laws can um can stay in action because, like, we've had many surprises with like the Delta with like the um, Delta variant, and um, if if there's like another variant that um that evolves that that evolves from like uh get people getting covid and like changing inside their bodies and spreading like that could that could possibly like um change the travel lot travel restrictions and let and um let less people like go in um and now i will hand it back again to sugar Um, and i just wanted to say like um I mean, if we have, like, another variant, then, I mean, we already have, like, um, for this week, the average um, COVID deaths were 7,105. Worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. So, if we have another variant, it may go up another, like, 3,000. So, we don't want another variant to come, but if we do have another variant, then we need to, you know, have borders, you know, do more protocols, get more vaccines. Yeah. yeah, vaccines Wait, are very important because Wait, if we, even if we're at 101, 100% vaccinated and we get another, um, we get another, um, another variant, um, variant the vaccine then we might, might need protect. to get, we might need to get at 101% vaccinated, which yeah. is not possible, so then we'll, we'll all be at risk, it's and then we'll all die, and then the planet will die, and then the universe will die, um, and then the multiverse will die. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, so the, with the COVID deaths, this stati- these statistics are from Google. But don't um, worry. Yeah, don't worry. Don't don't panic. Don't why didn't we just go to? Why didn't we just go to Associated Press for this one? Um, I don't know. Well, CNN is good. Um, so by the way, we are using CNF, CNN for this. Um, you know, good news. Yeah, very good news. It's amazing news. Um, well, it's actually kind of bad news. Yeah, it's both. Um, so, uh, so these COVID deaths, like, um, first of all, it's like very, very horrible. And I actually wonder what countries these COVID deaths are specific to. Like, I wonder if some countries are more, have like more COVID deaths than others because of like, um, just like how they- Why did you just say others again? Because, um, because of how, because of like, how they because of how their health care works for example we we actually recently read a report on how um papua new guinea's um government uh and like health care system may not be able to handle 
um, like another COVID outbreak. You and read. I read, but um, and it, I think it was I think it was from the New York Times. Yes. Um, so, uh, that and the American the American Red Cross reported this to the New York yes. Times. Yeah. So hopefully, maybe like the American Red Cross and other or and other organizations can help out mm-hmm. countries and places in need of more support and more COVID vaccines and tests mm-hmm. and like general health care and doctors. Yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. Um, so and, yeah, totally. So um, this basically concludes. Yeah, it concludes our non-fiction segment of the thirty minutes. And well, like, um, if anybody else, like, um, John would like to say anything more, <sighs> just take it. This concludes the nonfiction segment of 30 Minutes The Life of Lime Bob and Others.